Happy Friday, and thank you for making it through an entire week with us here at the Rocketeer Minute, where each and every day, Monday through Friday, we go over the greatest adventure movie that Walt Disney's ever made, the 1991 Joe Johnston-directed feature, The Rocketeer. I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I'm Hal Bryan, an airplane nerd from the Experimental Aircraft Association here in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. And Jim, we're welcoming back uh, your other Darren, as we have said, <laughs> Mark Cerulli. Uh, of the airport minute, the upcoming 007 minute, uh, writer, filmmaker, uh, just bon vivant, if I, uh, if I do say so. Man uh, about town. Yeah. Man about town. Excellent. <laughs> Mark Cerulli, welcome back to the Rocketeer Minute. It is always a, always a pleasure to have you on. Oh, it's it's uh, great to be back, and uh, man, what a great podcast you guys are doing. Oh, it's, now we're having so much fun. It, it's yeah. doing really good. And since you are a man about town, the town we're talking about is Hollywood. We're in the middle of uh, – <laughs> we, we are in the middle I of – I am such a fan of Jim's segues. I just want to get that on record right <laughs> that now. That was smooth, smooth. man. It was smooth. Uh, like was... hot butter. <laughs> so yes, it, it exactly. Just... <laughs> but we were, we were talking about a, a place a little bit further down – I have to give a backstory here. Mark is very kind to be on our show because uh, we had somebody who was going to be a guest, and then at the last minute they dumped us, and it was from a rather famous um, Hollywood hotel. (laughs) (laughs) But we don't – anyway. You know, we give everybody has an opportunity, and if they don't want to promote their uh, their brand among devoted movie fans and a piece of memorabilia, yeah, it's it's fine. But anyway, we're going to be talking about Hollywood Boulevard, uh, a couple blocks down from the Chinese Theater, at a place called the South Seas Club, which is on if 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 the way this movie looks is at the corner of Cherokee and uh, Hollywood Boulevard. But there, right oh my now, God, there is actually a really old time 1940s bar right there on Cherokee. Is I met my old boss from Cinemax there once. Really? And, uh, it's like stepping back in time. Ah, is that Musso and Franks? No, no, no. It's near Musso and Franks, but it's it's just an old time watering hole. Ah, okay. Well, this 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 is probably what it looked like in 1938. I mean, it's just a mm-hmm. this is a fantastic set. I mean, every time we're here, we've been we've been on this set probably as long, uh, Mark, as you and I were in the uh, <laughs> the Commanders the club. club. The Commanders yeah. Club. Commanders Club. Yeah, uh, but it's it, it, they they do get every last penny out of this big set. I mean, just look at that, you know, the ice sculptures and all the the fountains and things. So we're having a, a bit of a madcap adventure here where. The Rocketeer is trying, dressed up as a waiter, is trying to avoid the lumbering. Uh, Who is that actor? The the that, Rondo Hatton that's look-alike. A, that's a fellow named Tiny Ron. He does a lot of uh, yes. uh, lumbering, like Klingon type guys yes. in uh, in Star Trek movies, and uh, beautiful, that, fantastic. And, um, and every every time I hear his ironic name, I, I I think of. I know you guys are doing Diamonds Are Forever sometime soon, and I always think about Plenty O'Toole. Yes. And in this case, you know, Tiny Ron, <laughs> named for your mother, perhaps. Yes. yes. Right. Name uh, named for your mother, perhaps. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I have to say, I mean, I haven't, I don't know this film as well as you guys, obviously, but just watching this clip, it's so obvious that this is a big time major Hollywood production and everything is just perfect. The lighting, the the camera moves, I mean, the costuming, it's just gorgeous. Oh, yeah, I know it. It's a thrill. It's, it's such an interesting choice of tone, too, because, you know, we, we've talked about it a couple of times and through, throughout the South Seas segments. There's drama here, but we we do dip our toes in that sort of screwball comedy water, you know. And and you know, Cliff is trying to escape, 
And on the one hand, you can argue, okay, him pausing to dance with this woman helps him blend in a little bit, but it also just has that bit of that, uh, you know, that 30s screwball comedy thing that uh, I'm passing through, but, oh, excuse me, cutting in and this sort of thing. Now, of course, this is, uh, actually, I think you, Mark, you've met Rick Baker, haven't you? This is uh, Rick Baker's uh, makeup work. No, I never, oh, I, I no, didn't you're, meet, I know who he is, of course, You're, a, no, you're a, you've met Stan Winston, that's, that's right. Yes, Stan about. Winston. Yeah. Now, for the record, I used to, uh, when I was uh, in the police department, I had a sergeant named Rick Baker, uh, but he was uh, he was not into makeup uh, or prosthetics no, of any kind. He didn't have and the King Kong suit in the back? <laughs> he did not, but he left, the, he left law enforcement, and he is now, I swear to you this is a real thing, he is now a horse chiropractor. Wow. Wow. I'm just going to leave that that's right niche, there. niche profession if yeah, I yes, ever heard it of it. Yes, it is. You don't see that on the back of a matchbook cover. You know? <laughs> There's big money in horse chiropractic. Wow. There probably is for racehorses. Yeah, there's got to be. Yeah. So he's, uh, he's he, making a living. So, Rick, if you're out there, give, us, know, a, give us a call. Good on you, buddy. Happy to have you on. Yes. Um, great, great scene, though, here with the with the racing and the running and the jumping and the punching through all the uh, the producers' wives and the, uh, the line editors' right. uh, grandchildren are all in this movie. Uh, we, you know, I, I had never caught this before, but as with all the chasing going on, as Tiny Ron is running up the stairs, I, I've only ever caught this with headphones, uh, which, you know, sometimes we scrub through these minutes, that's what we're hearing with. There's just, you know, the typical sort of rutabaga, rutabaga kind of murmuring going on. But then there's somebody who says something like, there's never one around when you need one. Ah. And I can't tell if he's talking about a waiter or a cop or, no. you know, or, or a, a seven foot a... giant. Yeah. yeah, that could be too. A seven foot giant with uh with an unusual face or or a man with a jetpack. Who knows? Yeah. I'm just looking at the one scene around uh second seventeen and uh Mark and I had always appreciated the giant tower o shrimp that were uh, that was aboard <laughs> Transglobal's yes. uh first class section. But there's a beautiful shrimp cocktail that's just parked about halfway down the uh this Oh, uh, you can see it yeah, they're yeah, just the uh, expedite, sort of upstage. The ex- yeah, right there at the expediter's table. And uh oh gosh. <laughs> All that ready, ready to be broken glassware. Uh, unfortunately, no plate glass window or a, uh, Italian fruit vendor. That seems to be the only thing that's missing from this classic <laughs> scene. There are there are buckets of tomatoes and things. Right. And uh, we we watch uh, watch him manage to find a heavily locked. Why do you need to heavily lock a laundry room? I've just, I mean, he's got the Yale lock going there, but it just seems that that, that must be where they keep the crown. Because he needs it. Yeah. Yes, that's true. <laughs> and at least the fire exit wasn't locked. Yeah. yeah. That's... You know, that he goes out from the kitchen after the fire yeah. exit, and then he comes, he's trying to get back to the laundry room, as you say, and it's, it's, uh, it's securely locked because thou shalt not uh, help yourself to a South Seas Club tablecloth. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the way it goes. Or no, a uh... spoon. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, Mark, I don't mean to get too much into inside baseball, but Mark and I have a rather extensive collection of, of utensils from Assorted places. <laughs> right. <laughs> I see. Well, that utensils perhaps acquired without necessarily permission? the permission of the management. Yes. Well, they yeah. haven't. They haven't asked for them back. So we. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just you know, it, it's a tradition, and yes. uh, the the important thing is just not to clink too loudly. <laughs> you know, Clifford, when you borrow something without telling <laughs> yes. somebody, they call that stealing. Ah, uh, it's. Uh, Thank you, Alan Arkin. Yes, I call it spooning. 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 Yes. Well, uh, this is a this is a progressive show of the 21st century. If yeah. you want to spoon, you knock yourselves out. <laughs> well, yeah, I I keep noticing how prescient this movie was as we we get to the the giant bug eyed scene of uh, 
uh, dear Clifford as he's looking at all the laundry bags where somewhere underneath all of that his jetpack is hidden. Um, but it does have 2019, which hopefully is the date that the new Rocketeers sequel is coming out. So there's a, wow. a little piece. There's of, an interesting uh, interesting Easter egg right there. Yeah, so we've, uh, we've got an opportunity there to uh, whenever that comes out and we can pre-sell this to Disney. But we'll see. <laughs> I don't have, do you spot anything in the in the uh, pile of laundry bags that suggests to you that Paul McCartney is dead? Hmm. Uh, no cranberry <laughs> sauce? No, I don't know. Yes, cranberry sauce. Uh, turn me on, dead man. What, one 28 of, if, all of that. One of the things I do want to find out is if our, our super our super collector fan, um, Mike Bruno, has that sign that's on the wall where the laundry is. Because I don't know what that says. And I've tried a bunch of times to slow down and find it, but it's just all out of focus. And have you discussed who that lumbering giant is based on, who his makeup is based on? We talked a little bit about Rondo Hatton, but you would be... Rondo Hatton. Yeah. uh, He's... uh, I'm trying to remember the... Was it it the brute? I can't remember his breakout role. I know he started... It was in the 40s. Yeah. And he had uh, acromegalia. Yes. Which which result? It's the pituitary gland fires up when you're an adult, and your, your, you, bones, your have bones start expanding and stuff, and that's what gave him that distinctive look. Yeah, but he, supposedly in real life he was a very nice person, very humble guy. Yeah, he was. From what I understand, he was a like originally wanted to be a sportscaster, but he just somebody spotted him in Florida and said, you know, you should be in the movies, and off he went. Um, I yeah. I don't I think I like Tor Johnson a little bit more, but uh, mm. Rondo had a good, oh Tor good Johnson Tor Johnson a, Swedish wrestler, the Beast of Yucca Flats. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, my I I gotta acknowledge my brother who's certainly not listening because he doesn't like good movies. But uh, but he will tell you, if you go to him and say, oh, man, Plan 9 from Outer Space, worst movie of all time, he will just shake his head and say, you know, that movie is, is ten times too good to make it into his collection. And I will never forget the first time he forced me and my wife, in fact, to watch The Beast of Yucca Flats. And I thought it was a six-hour movie by the time it was over, and it was it's it's barely seventy minutes. You get your money. And it's Tor Johnson walking around, sort of grunting, and then there's an airplane circling, and there's a disembodied narration. It Jim is. Can tell you, I walk around grunting. Terrible. Do you? <laughs> yes, it's really. Is there a disembodied narration? Does anybody sort <laughs> no. of walk behind? No, he he provides he, provi- he provides his own. <laughs> Mark does provide his own disembodied narration. My uh, Excellent. <laughs> my children can tell stories, but this is a this is a family show. Uh, yeah. yeah, just like yeah. I have my own theme music in my head wherever I go. Yeah. Speaking of theme music, your theme music on this podcast is amazing, just it, amazing. It, Thank it, you, Tom Geyer. It just, yeah. uh, it really cooks, doesn't it? Yeah, it just, it it's just a, does. It's done. It makes it makes us sound so much better than we actually are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, coming or going, it we'll, just sounds we'll, uh, sounds like a real show. We'll be playing it shortly, so please, listeners, stand by. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's what people wait for. Yeah, I you know, if we listen long enough, we'll hear the good music at the end. Uh, you know, it, it's funny. T- uh, uh, Tom Taylor of the Indiana Jonesman, which just finished up, by the way. Uh, if, if you haven't, if you want to listen to a complete one, go listen to uh, the Indiana Jones Minute. It's you know, stem to turn a great, great show. But he's right. That they he, just finished Temple of Doom, right? right so exactly, then they're taking yeah. a break before uh, Last Crusade. Exactly, and then that fourth one. That oh my gosh. Um, but but t- <laughs> Tom used to tell me that when he was listening to Airport Minute, he wouldn't go. He would actually be late for work because he'd be sitting in his car waiting for. Um, uh, Barry Nelson to remind him to thank Mr. Boeing. <laughs> uh, Barry Nelson, the first on-screen James Bond, yeah, right? Yeah, and we'll yeah. Be ta- we'll be talking about him in, in uh, the 007 minute coming up in the, in the fall. So all exciting times here. Yes, yeah, so um, I can't wait for that. Wow, but uh, but we're still we're still in the Rocketeer, and uh, we're watching good old Tiny Ron banging that door pretty hard. 
I bet he was wearing extra padding for sure. Oh, yeah. And I'll bet that door didn't now, sound Ron, like we that. we really want you to hit this, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Take three. You got it. Yeah, you Ooh. got it. <laughs> He's awesome. So, and, uh, now, is this the first time in the film that we've seen Cliff launch without uh, PV there to be knocked over? Yeah, I mean they had that's why they had these guys there, and these guys yeah, didn't get thrown back far enough. Of course, uh, no. uh, good old Rondo, Rondo uh, or Lothar absorbs most of it. I never realized how much of his suit is vest. His vest goes up almost to his neck, and he's—I mean—he's wearing that—he's wearing that turtleneck. That, but wow, that is—he's one is of the best dressed guys in this too. Um, he really is. That's a stunner. Uh, and certainly for the sheer amount of fabric involved, he's, yeah. uh, he's one of the most dressed. Yeah, talk about the uh, whole nine yards. That's about nine yeah. yards. <laughs> Speaking of the whole nine yards, when you get to almost the very end of this sequence, there is a stunning blonde holding a cigarette uh, uh, in a holder, staring right into the camera. Yeah, she's... Uh... You oh to... yes, as we see him, uh, as we see Cliff uh, coming out of the, yes. the ladies' lounge. Yeah, I don't yes. know if yeah, uh, she's just looking right at it, isn't she? Uh, right. Joe Johnson's sister, probably. You want to be in the movie, honey? Yeah. Let me get you. All right. right. We'll... <laughs> Here, have a cigarette. Sit down. <laughs> and I'm wondering, I wonder who the woman is who gets knocked down, the stunt woman there. Um, I was just, I hadn't even had a chance to tell you this offline, Jim, but I, I found out we talked a little bit uh, before we leave the South Seas Club here forever. We've talked a little bit about the mermaid. Yeah. I found out, so she's a professional stunt woman. Oh, okay. And she's got all kinds of credits, every movie we've ever heard of in the 90s, including Terminator 2 competing against this one. But she was also a wing walker in air shows. Wow. Oh, and uh, around the same time. And I'm Is convinced she still alive? that I, can, I, 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 I think <laughs> so, with due respect. And I'm convinced that I could, that, that we can find her. But uh, you know we, we've passed those scenes, but I, I don't think we'd care at this. You point. know, I, I don't. It doesn't, the it doesn't matter. Out anytime we I, could, but so. I, I never realized until, until just doing a frame by frame that woman really gets flattened at about a minute, yeah, to, she second really fifty eight, fifty nine. She's just boom, and she goes. He makes the split actually there. He knocks the rest of the the, the girls behind him just go ba boom. So. And that just made me think of it. You know, these female stunt people, stunt players, presumably stunt players. I hope so. And. uh um, One can dream. Anyway, yeah. but, uh, yeah, but we'll you're right, see. man. They go flying. Yeah, that is wow. So uh, hopefully some of them are still are still with us and uh, ready to chat um, because we are kind of running out of minutes here. Is that corn? What is that? What What is the painting on the? Or is that tobacco leaves? I can't figure out what those large plants are that are drawn on the wall in the uh, the, the ante room there oh. to, the, to the ladies' room. I don't know. Yeah, it looks a little bit more like tobacco, whether they, they're yeah. broad and so close to the ground. Yeah, I'm not and sure. that maybe that denotes that as uh, it's a polite way of denoting that's part of the ladies' uh, smoking, smoking area. lounge. Yeah, that's probably what that is. Yeah, the smoking area. But uh, so. all in all, a uh, a pretty good minute. This is kind of a short minute. We've got a, a lot of things going on. Um, Mark has some Hollywood parties to go to. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he laughs. That's right. Hollywood parties to get thrown yes. out of. Yeah. <laughs> to get thrown out of. Who, who are you again? Yes. No, it's like well, it's like when you're on the Tonight Show and you know, you're, when you're watching the Tonight Show and Jack Benny shows up and and Johnny leans over and goes, "Well, Jack, I know you have some other place to go." And he's like, "Yeah, right. I do." It's like because yeah. I don't want to talk to ten million people. Sure. Oh, oh my gosh, I just found a. Wait, here it is. Uh, notice to all employees: It is your responsibility. Hang on, it's your responsibility to keep your uniform clean. You found the sign. Un something. Oh yeah. What did it say? Un. I can't uh, oh, a, a soiled uniform. Uh, in something. Is a something for in, oh, immediate. Oh, uh, is cause is for, cause for immediate. Dis, yeah, is a cause for immediate dismissal. Thank you, the management. 
Ah, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we found the sign in the laundry room. <sighs> okay, I can I can yeah. rest now. That's, Hollywood yeah. can rest yeah. easy tonight. Yeah. If you yeah. need me, I'll be in the smoking lounge. Yeah, right. exactly. that's just too big. <laughs> wow. Um, okay, no, that's good. Well, I wonder. You know, maybe there are some uh, hotels. God, Jim, what I'd give for a spoon from that set. Yeah. Yeah, South Seas. If you ever well, get Joe Johnstone, ask him. Well, we've got we've we've got the next best thing. There's a there's a fellow that collects more than you do on, on uh, mm-hmm. about the Rocketeer. This guy has ever he has Jennifer Connelly. He must have dress. very deep pockets. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, it's quite it's quite an amazing. Well, he did this before it was popular, and we've yeah. we've made it more popular. So his uh, the value right. of his loot has increased. Yeah, he's definitely a Rocketeer hipster. He was he was definitely into it before we made it cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, but we are, and, and we're so cool now, Jim, that the Rocketeer himself wanted our autograph. Yeah, that was that was an exciting uh, an exciting day last last week. He was asking for our autographs on a on a DVD, <laughs> so we, we we obliged. Wow, I have so, no idea how we got here, none whatsoever. <laughs> uh, you're Spartacus. Um, yes. Wow. I have led you here, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so so we do. This is quite. This has been quite a seventieth minute. And Mark, thank, thanks so much for be, being a part of this. We're gonna we're gonna kick I'm up. I'm always our... happy to be your second choice, Jim. You know that. <laughs> you're, hey, you were my best. You've always, you've always been my best man. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Well, thank you both uh, for having me on. And uh, we, you know, it, uh, it may happen again. It just depends on which hotel turns us down. Okay. I just wanted to let you know you've been. You, you, and I just want to say, and I won't mention the Roosevelt, but uh, they do make a good martini there, yeah, and yeah. it's a beautiful hotel. And they're so ba- there. there's, a, they're, I would say that of the similar place, they uh, they do make those uh, bacon wrapped scallops uh, as an appetizer, which are marvelous, mm. and not a bad oh, chicharrones. Uh, oh my God, do they do good chicharrones? Uh, so I may even patronize them one time when we're when we're. I'll back bring my press store. <laughs> Yeah, they come in a pump spray, I think, right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, and they're going to check you for spoons on the way out, yeah. just so you know. <laughs> That's right. Wear your Western boots, Jim. <laughs> you know, even as we speak, there might be a knife uh, in my... <laughs> all right, I, I just have, can I just tell this one quick story before I go? So this all started, we were at some wedding or something, and Jim had his Western boots on, and we get up to leave, and I hear this clanking. <laughs> like the man. Like, what is that? <laughs> And he pulls, I guess, like three spoons out of his boots, and that's where it started. Yeah. Well, no, actually, even even before yeah, there was working a knife too. Uh, it's it's wrong, but it's all over. We've we've stopped now. We we haven't done this for longer. What what is you you're in law enforcement? What is the, <laughs> the what is the statute of limitations, limitations on silver? Well, it, as long as they don't add up to a felony, then you're probably uh, you're probably okay. We're Nobody's fine. ever. This, this was, was the this was the original plot of Breaking Bad. It was all about spoons. Yes, uh, exactly. And then somebody came in and said, "We got a we focus group the spoons. We didn't think it was strong <laughs> enough. Let's amp it up a little bit." Yeah, yes, let's when, go to Matt. When in Hollywood, find a spoon. Yeah, but uh, we <laughs> we'll talk about petty larceny in the in the near future. But please, please do not try this at home. Yeah. Um, but Mark, it's been a thrill, and uh, I, I look forward to uh, the autumn when we are going to take apart. Uh, <laughs> Take apart diamonds one one minute at a time. So we'll try, glorious minute at a time. Yes, we'll try not to have too many fights in elevators. And uh, <laughs> oh my God! And Joe Robinson just passed. Oh well, we'll save that for the fall. Yeah, uh, you uh, can do a week on Connery's sideburns in that movie. Oh my God! <laughs> and, uh, and, and it's uh, Terry Platt's shirt in the opening sequence, which I really want. Yeah, that looks really comfortable. Uh, <laughs> See, I want the one-piece Terry Cloth uh, Sansa belt 
uh, thing with shorts uh, from Goldfink. Yeah, oh, yeah. The blue Thank thing, God. the built-in well, built belt, and then the eighty-year-old Felix Louder that's with him all day long. <laughs> well, Mark and I did wait outside the uh, Slumberon uh, funeral home in. Uh, yeah. I forget what town that is, but we we did manage to stop ourselves to not walk in on the funeral that was going on. Wow, yeah. well that's it was, that's something good, anyway. Good self control. <laughs> yeah. It was very positive. But all these all these things were in there. Both, we could have both walked in, and I could have said ashes to ashes, or just said, "Hey, is that a slumber on two casket <laughs> just, <laughs> with the shark through curtains?" Or, yeah, yeah, or just open open the lid oh. and say, "Where's my diamonds?" <laughs> <laughs> Paste glass. Where where are those damn diamonds? <laughs> oh my God. Uh, uh, yes, Mr. Cerulli. Yes, yes. Mr. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh my wow. Goodness. Well, so, someday we'll uh, get back. We, we do have to get back to talking about the Rocketeer, but we'll do that next week. So uh, join us here. We're going to talk. If uh, by the way, while you're listening to this, the uh, the mighty uh, EAA Air Venture. Uh, uh, Planathon. I don't. Yes. The major, the world's flying. greatest aviation celebration. Exactly. There, there's half a million people with propellers in front of them uh, or on their heads uh, <laughs> out in the in the uh, in the beautiful uh, Wisconsin summertime. Uh, but uh, if you're listening to us there, thanks for listening and uh, go hunt down Hal. He'll be happy to uh, sign your uh, CD. <laughs> if you need me, I'll be everywhere. Yes, <laughs> he's everywhere. <sighs> but uh, but join us here uh, next Monday when we can all call, uh, Hal will be uh, waking up from his long winter's nap after <laughs> after folding up all those chairs gosh uh, <laughs> work 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 yes but uh, we will join you here back here on Monday uh, so pick us, pick us up here as we find out where did he go after he left the ladies room uh, poor old Cliff but we'll see you Monday here on the Rocketeer Minute so until next time over and out <laughs>